Welcome everybody to another episode of The Boys, presented by Shitpost. I'm joined as always by Kyle, JB, and CJ. East Coast Boys, what's going on? What are you doing? I see a little bit of a smokable vitamin there. Oh my god. Just right into the camera. Boys, how are we feeling tonight out there on the East Coast? Pretty good. No complaints. Pretty chill day today at work. <laughs> how's how's the weather? 75 and sunny. And muggy Damn. as fuck, too. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it's been humid as shit. It was 75 and sunny here today. Was it? Yeah, we've had a pretty good string of uh days here, especially for fucking what is this November 2nd. I'll tell you who uh who didn't have a uh, good day on Sunday, and that was uh the death, uh, the finale, the series finale of uh, Mr. October with my bets. Um, I was treading water going into the final week, and uh, I'm the first boy here on the show to go zero and four for the weekend. Um, it was not great. Um, I should have just stuck with the over in Tampa Bay and Baltimore, but you guys decided to fucking rally against me, and uh, you played the Tom Brady card against me, and I fucking jumped right on that fucking train. I got manipulated is what happened, and uh, I'm tired of your boys of shit. So uh, Mr. October is now going to be Mr. November, and I'm not going to lose a bet in November, or you guys will be able to listen to his podcast for free on all streaming services. Hey, to be fair, in that uh, in that Bucks ravens game, you looked good for like the first 10 minutes. Yep. And then it just all fucking wheels fell off. Yep. So we should cry. Yep, they looked like exactly who they've been for the last seven weeks. Yeah, it's not great. If I was Tampa Bay, I maybe uh, maybe try to trade Tom Brady to a quarterback needy team, and uh, maybe try to get some compensation out of it because I don't think able- No, don't say that. That can't happen. I, I would I quit. I would quit watching football and professional sports altogether. I'd pick. I'd watch something else. Reality. Oh, I, have a, I have a Colts take for later on. By the way, that you'll like. Oh, you're fucking teasing me early. Okay. All right. Well, we'll fucking. I, I want to hear that. So let's just speed right through the intro here. Um, so I know we don't talk much NASCAR here on the pod. No, me and CJ tried that one time in NASCAR bets. And I was, <laughs> did not, did not pan out well. I, I was cousin, cousin kissing Cletus or whatever the fuck I said. Jasper, I don't fucking know what the hell we were, but it didn't work out. But, uh, did you boys see the guy hit the fucking wall? Um, Chastain, I think his last name, Ryan Chastain, yeah. something like that. Uh, he fucking going into the last lap, he was in like eighth or ninth. And he needed yeah. to get top five to qualify for the playoffs, NASCAR's playoffs. We're not going to sit here and discuss NASCAR's playoff rules because I'll just admit it, I don't fucking know. Dude, um, they're confusing now. It used to just be points, right? Yeah, it, it's still points. But, like, if, if you win a race at any point of the year, one of the big you're races, in. you're in. Yeah. And then the rest is qualified by points. I don't fucking know. I It's weird. It, yeah, I'm not fucking white trash or stupid enough to fucking understand the the sport. Is, is there, the problem. There, their shift to that rule is equally as stupid as the new as the NFL overtime rules are now. Mm-hmm. But uh, th- th- this dude Chastain, he just decides at the final lap that he's just going to hard right turn into the wall and just literally do like a Tony Hawk like wall ride uh, around the track, basically slingshotting himself. That's what I was going to say. So I assume that the physics of this, it, the the traction created between the wall and the car propels the car more right well not necessarily so the going into the wall means that you can run full bore like these guys don't have the accelerator pin the whole time because if they they did then those turns turning left they're going to skid and shit like that yeah well this guy decided on turn three 
that he was just going to put himself in the wall and then hammer down. And he rode the wall. And because he's able to ride the wall, he wasn't able to skid. He had one direction to go and it was right. Yeah. Because coming into uh, that final turn, his his body and car is going right. Everybody's going right, right on the top side. So he just fucking hits the wall, cranks it right, and is able to mash down. And when he mashed down, he passed like three or four other motherfuckers. And <laughs> it was fucking wild to watch. Went right into the fucking NASCAR playoff. Uh, NASCAR will make a rule next year to this has happened before, but they'll make not yeah. on this scale. They'll they'll make a rule that says, hey, you can't fucking do that. But I say fuck it. I mean, it, it was it, it was electric. It was like watching fucking Forza Four or like fucking a Midnight Club or Need for Speed, like well, yeah. our racing games we play. We fu- we'll fucking ride the wall. We don't care. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, yeah care. it was it was super cool. I I never would have even thought to do that, but I mean, I assume you're in a fucking in a car all the goddamn time. You would know that, you know. But I, I saw the clip of it and I was like, this guy's lost his goddamn mind. Yeah, it was but incredible. It fucking was, worked. Uh, it's a NASCAR highlight. So your, your NASCAR highlight rankings, you've got uh, a Juan Pablo Montoya hitting the jet dryer at Daytona. Ooh, that was yeah. fucked up where he fucking created fireball. Um, mm-hmm. Old boy who like got flipped 20 times upside down and got hit in the fucking side of the car last year, like two years ago. Um, that's about it, boys. I don't know. That's fucking limited, limited NASCAR fucking uh, vroom vroom knowledge there. You're fucking any, anything Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, fucking raise hail, praise Dale. They put it on a shirt, and uh, that's just what you do. will appreciate that. Yeah, right? Shout out, Dale. <laughs> Anywho, moving on to the basketball news. It's balling with the boys. Boys, take it away. Let us know what's going on in the, uh, the league of the hoops. So, I actually had a suggestion for your part of this. I think that your <laughs> updates on the Bucks should just be short and sweet, like Ollie doing the weather and Family Guy. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in on that. Yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah, you, you, yeah, you guys fuck around for a little bit. I'll get some cooking. Okay, cool. Um, so, <laughs> a lot of stuff going on in the NBA. Honestly, still have those surprise teams in the West. Um, killing it. The Jazz are still killing it. Um, Me and Kyle have adopted the Jazz as our team now. Yeah. <laughs> so we're Love that. Also, low key Cavs fans. Because they've been killing it. Uh, Donovan Mitchell has proven that he can at least be a all-star starter in the East, if not an MVP candidate. Um, but there is a cool story about Donovan Mitchell on why he chooses the jersey number that he chooses. Um, so he chose number 45. And growing up, uh, everybody wanted 23. So he's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just take the other one. So he's worn 45 ever since college or ever since high school. That's pretty dope. Uh, fun little fact about uh, Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Darius Garland, starting uh, point guard for the Cavs, uh, came back from his eye injury tonight. So um, they're currently playing Boston. They were already cruising, so it'll be interesting to see um, what that does. In terms of disappointments, um, I've got a couple. Jake knows all one of them. Um, But a disappointment so far, definitely Philadelphia. Um, What do they have, two wins right now? I think so. Like two and five, two and four. They've looked really bad. Um, They looked incredible in the very first game. The first half of that first game, Mm -hmm. they were rolling. They were looking like a finals team in game one. But, like, it all kind of fell apart, and they never have found a way to put it back together yet. Um, 
So they got to go find that Humpty Dumpty's repairman or something because that shit is not working. Um, the spacing's all wrong. The game plan is all wrong. The coaching's all wrong. They just look like a fucking mess right now. Um, and then the only other thing that I'd like to talk about um, is the goddamn refs. <laughs> Last week, the Bulls went one and four. Oh, and three to the refs. <laughs> three straight games they lost because of soft calls on the on the other side and no calls on the Bulls side. Um, the second game of the season, DeMar DeRozan was fouled on the game-winning three-point shot, was not awarded a foul, and the officials later came out and said in their post-game report – that he should have been awarded three free throws. And we, so we should have won that game 103 to 102, or at least sent it to overtime. Um, so the referees have had a, a hand in four of the Bulls' five losses. So in terms of feeling bad about the Bulls, I don't. They look good. Um, they've been a little inconsistent, but Zach Levine's still working his way back from a knee injury. He's only playing every other game right now. I think the thought is about – late November, early December to have him be full-time again. So last night they played the Nets in Brooklyn. He scored 20 of 29, 20 of his 29 points in the fourth quarter. Another collapse by the Nets. Uh, I guess that's something we should talk about. Is the, Nets the, Nets, uh, the Nets fired Steve Nash uh, after four ga- uh, six games. Um, and they are reportedly about to hire Ime Udoka, the – um, currently suspended head coach of the Boston Celtics. Um, Fucking his secretary. <laughs> so, yeah, let the dude so, sling some goddamn pipe if he wants to. In terms of this, I think the Celtics just closed their door on competing for a championship. Um, last year, um, you saw what he he was able to do from a leadership role and a development role for that Boston squad. Um, you had. Jason Tatum take a fucking massive leap to superstardom last year. Uh, Jalen Brown became a absolute lights out three point scorer and a very good anchor on defense. And then he also helped Marcus Smart become the first guard to win the defensive player of the year. And I think a decade, I'm not sure the last time it happened, but a point guard winning defensive player of the year is insane. So um, he, he had his, hands all over that team last year and now they're now he's gone and they they're four and two but both of their losses they blew leads um so so explain to people that don't know about this so this is a team suspension it's not a league suspension so because the lady never this was a consensual relationship yes this wasn't he and he is he is he separated from his wife he's separated from his wife they're not divorced but they're separated right and he was hooking up with old lady and that just happened to work there and Boston took offense to it. There are rumors that he was fucking the owner too. Yeah, well, the owner's, that's wife. Why they the owner's wife. That is also <laughs> rumored. That is yeah, not con- that is not confirmed, but it would explain a year long suspension and why For they're okay going to Brooklyn. Right. Um yeah. But I just think it's incredibly short sighted on the part of the Boston Celtics. This guy is a guy that paid did everything to pay his dues. He sat on Greg Popovich's bench as an assistant for 10 years. He then went to Philly where he worked with um, 
Coach Brown. He then uh, went to the Nets as an assistant for Steve Nash before he got the job in Boston. Um, he's paid his dues. He is a terrific head coach, and he can really turn around a team. With that being said, there's no way this team in Brooklyn gets turned around while Ben Simmons is still there. And while, while this big distraction of uh, Kyrie Irving is still looming – that that team is just a complete fucking disaster. Um, what did Kendrick Perkins, Kendrick say Perkins had a great Kyrie. quote about Kyrie Irving. Um, I'll end with this. So, um, he said years ago when he was in Boston and he was trying to fuck boy his way out of there, finagle his way out of there. Um, Kendrick said, "If you took Kyrie Irving's brain and put it in a bird, it would fly backwards." <laughs> now Kendrick Perkins loves to shit on people but he also does it in a very southern way it's not overly aggressive or mean no it's just super fucking clever and you'll have no comeback that's a very what do you say to that if if I put your brain in a bird you start flying backwards what do you fucking say to that you just walk away right yeah I would be like can you explain the fucking physics of that to me (laughs) Sorry, I didn't have my subtitles on. No shit. (laughs) That all you guys got for a lot of fun so far this year. Uh, Me and Jake have been abusing our league pass. I've been abusing my fucking gambling account as well. (laughs) (laughs) We've had action, I think, on every single night of the NBA. Every night, at least multiple bets. Yeah. (laughs) My God. And now over to Dylan with the Bucks. Milwaukee Bucks, 6 0. Giannis, 33.8 points per game. Best rebound team in the league with 51.3 rebounds a game. 6 0. Next game, favorite money line, minus 115 against Pistons. 11 and a half point spread. That should be slam, by the way. Uh, the Pistons are still in a rebuilding development stage, so they're going to get run over a lot this year. Uh, I think they're going to be more competitive than people think, but they're going to get reamed tonight. <laughs> I, I know that you didn't mean to make it, but that was a great Detroit pun that you just made there. They're going to get run over a bunch this year. <laughs> <laughs> Accidental puns. <laughs> Don't drink the, the water, folks. Come for the uh, sports take. Stay for the accidental puns. The NFL Week 8 recap is now on deck here. The Chicago Bears got absolutely mauled by uh, one man the other day down in Dallas, and his name was Tony Pollard. Tony Tony Pollard, I was sitting at the VFW on Sunday doing me and my buddy Jared's uh, monthly get fucking canned at the V routine, and we did. And uh, good God, every time I look up from uh, sipping my beer, looking at my phone, looking at my abysmal fucking bets or uh, DraftKings profile that weekend, uh, he was scoring. He had like what a uh, buck thirteen yeah. on the ground, like three touchdowns. Yeah. Three touchdowns. Yeah. Just I think he had one hundred and thirty on the ground. One hundred and thirty. Yeah, just an absolute mauling, and it really is damning to one guy by the name of Ezekiel Elliott. Um, I'll just go ahead and pitch the question out here. It's it's a softball, but is it a force to say that the Cowboys should never sign Zeke to a deal? Well, yeah, not that not that big of a deal. Um, because at the time he, he was the clear number one option and they weren't going to just let that walk away. I'm with Kyle on that one. Um, 
And still to this point, he had a really good team. He had a really good game. And I will, you can only play against the players that are in front of you. Mm -hmm. Um, But all year, me and Jake have been saying it. The Bears' biggest weakness is the run game, uh, run defense. And they exposed the fuck out of it. I think Zeke would have had a big game as well. I do too. Um, I also don't think that um, Tony Pollard's body can withstand, you know, 25 to 35 touches a game. Um, so uh, I don't think that- I would love I would love to see them give him 25, 30 touches game just for shits and grins to see how it how because we've seen yeah. smaller running backs like Darren Sproles get 15, 20 carries game absolutely no problem. When when uh, when Pollard's on the field, he looks every single time he gets the ball when he has a two three yard run. If he doesn't have a tackler in sight, you think, well, fuck, this is a big game, and it's a fucking big game. He he is the uh, so, uh, Michael Irvin said on first take the other day that he's the lightning to Ezekiel Elliott's thunder. And I wouldn't call Ezekiel Elliott thunder. I call it a fart. Um, I don't, I'm not, I, I'm not on the train that Zeke's a fucking, you know, terrible running back. He's a very serviceable running back, but I think we got to fucking flip the script here. And I think Tony Pollard has to be your first down well, back. I, and then on short yardage, I guess you could throw fucking Zeke in. I, I think, a, I, I, think I believe, Pollard, no doubt. I believe they said they're going to split now. I think Pollard should maybe get the bigger side of a split, but I think Zeke still needs to be getting like 40% of the touches in the sure. goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My That's point right. is yeah, yeah. with, with, um, and, and it's not that Tony is little. He's not, he's six foot tall. Yeah. He's, 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 like he's not, not as big <laughs> as Zeke, but he's, he's still kind of big. I just don't think that his body can withstand running through the tackles. Now if they're going to focus on zone runs and getting him outside 25 times. I'm in on that as a, as a, yeah. if I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm mm-hmm. all in on that. But if he's going to be running between the tackles 20 times a game, I just don't think he can do it. I, I think there's a real big comparison, uh, like a uh, similarity between Tony Pollard's game and what, um, uh, Khalil Herbert's been able to do uh, with the push he's been able to get. It's very similar. They play a very similar game. Um, uh, and, you, and now you're going to see if he can't, I think they're going to test him out, see if he can run between the tackles like that. And if he can't withstand it, then you go back to Zeke because he's got the body type, the, the, the reps to be able to do that between the tackles. And he is a good between the tackles runner. He's just, he just doesn't have that burst like he did when he first came mm-hmm. in the league, yeah. uh, but he still has impeccable ball carrier vision and um, he's really <laughs> tough going between the tackles. So I still think he's a really valuable player to that team. I also have to remember that Zeke's been in the league for seven years now. Yeah, That's a long time for a running back. I mean, oh, yeah. like people, you know, like you get, you get caught up in the, you know, the Marshall Falks or the, Barry Sanders or, you know, fucking Emmett Smith who played for fucking 20 years, you know, but most of those guys that are at that full-time running back position, their career span is between three to seven years. Yeah. So, I mean, he, I'm not saying he's at his, at the, at the end of his career. Cause I don't think he is. He's no. like Dylan said, he's very serviceable. You could and put him, you could put him on a few teams and he'd be fucking tearing it up. Yeah. So. He's built like a brick shit house. Put him he in just, if I'm the Eagles, I'd be trading for him. You you put him in uh in Denver. Yeah. They need a well, I mean, they've got still got Javante coming back, but you don't know if you never know if a guy's gonna recover from that from a double MCL ACL. So it, it's you never know if he's still gonna be the same guy once he does come back. So um but yeah, uh Tony Tony tore us up, had a great game. Uh, helped my fantasy team a lot. I still oh, dude, me too. Like he put me over the hump. 
Hey, Dylan, how did that uh, two-point loss taste? Yeah, whatever. We're not. That's neither here nor there. We're not talking about that. <laughs> so we'll go ahead and just say for the sake of the podcast, Tony Pollard is that guy. And I will tell you guys somebody who is not that guy, Zach Wilson. The New England Patriots get right back on track by uh, clapping the Jets. Never a fucking doubt. We beat the Jets 13 straight. It's basically like fucking waking up and the sky's still blue, water's still fucking wet, and the Colts are a terrible franchise. It's just fucking it's it's there. <laughs> I can co-sign <laughs> that. It's yeah. it's all it's all just there. Boys, I'll chuck it up to you. Um, is Zach Wilson the franchise quarterback for the Jets as we sit right now? We've been awfully critical. Now, before we go into this, I'm gonna set the table. We've been awfully critical about Mac Jones in the second year. I want that same energy, but with Zach Wilson. Go. Um, yeah, everything I said about Mac, I'm also saying about Zach. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think I Zach agree. has the That's Zach's fair. talented. He's very athletic. Uh, he makes bad decisions, though. Yeah, he fucks I, moms like it's his job. He, he's, he he's does. A, I think he's an excellent milf. But. I I think that Zach has all the tools. He has more tools than some of the quarterbacks we've seen come into the league over the past five years. He's got speed. He's got escapability he's got arm strength he's got arm accuracy he has those tools but he has not one time put that all together on the football field at a, as a professional and yeah and his it, his decision making is questionable at best yeah. well jay's kind of been saying it all year and i'm like no you can't no you can't no, you can't. <laughs> he's been saying well why isn't what put flacco in they were rolling with flacco and he's he's right <laughs> he's right and why is he not even dressing well, that's what i want to know he didn't even that, dress yeah. last week it was he in it was he ineligible or something what's going on <laughs> didn't oh, get I, his grades up in time <laughs> <laughs> i mean i i'm forgive me for not being astute to the inner rumblings of the new york jets but uh the the things that everybody says about mac jones that oh he's got a weak arm and his decision-making, he made better decisions in that game. I understand that's the Jets, but that was a, what, at the time, a 5-2 and two team. The Jets yeah, are still they, a very good football team. Oh, they yeah, had a good yeah, defense, no too. I mean, Mac had a good game. That was a really good game for Mac, and he needed that. That was that was Patriot football 101 in that game. You know, Mac had a couple bad balls, but he did not give away the game. We talked about it yeah, last week. Did if, enough. Play, if you're going to play he New didn't England. give away the game just to pick six got taken back. As part of the game, JB. Uh, <laughs> no, no, that, no that's, that seriously is. Sometimes it in, is, New, in is, New England, you gotta have the pendulum. Pick, get you just got lucky. Yeah, you gotta have the pendulum swing, swing the way. Sometimes, you know, back in the day, they used to say New England had the refs in their pocket. So maybe we need to just fucking do that again. <laughs> I mean, here's the way I saw that game. Uh, the most impressive part of that win was that Mac Jones didn't lose the game. Uh, they did just enough to win. It, there was no clapping. Uh, <laughs> Not a it, it was it was a good enough win uh and i think i think that we a lot of us saw it coming whenever they lost Brees because he was really the whole fire of that yeah, offense. one dimensional and zach wilson was that one yeah dimension. yeah really... if you're going to be one dimensional you need to be one dimensional with Brees. so <laughs> yeah. that was no longer an option it became pretty clear it was gonna be tough for them to move the ball and it was um but Good win. Can't take anything from it. Like I said about uh, earlier about the NBA, you can only play who's in front of you. So, or actually, I said that about Pollard. You can only play who's in front of you. And, you know, he came out on top. So props to him. Props to the boys indeed. Another wild NFL trade deadline has come and gone. Um, I'm just going to rack them off off the top of the head and we'll, we'll fucking get right into it. Uh, first big one was Hawkinson. 
going to uh, JB Amon's adopted team, the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Um, how we, I think uh, this, this to me, if they had, and this is going to be terrible. I'm about to say this. Probably not. I probably agree with you. I love Kirk Cousins. And JB's been on the Kirk train. He's going, he's at worst now going to be the third pass catching option on this team. He may be Dalvin Cook, fucking 3A, 3B to TJ Hawkinson. Yeah. You know, Irv Smith has not had the juice. Uh, he's out got, too. Yeah, they got rid of Kyle Rudolph, and Tampa Bay. Hawkinson has, Hawkinson hasn't had the quarterback at the level of what Kirk Cousins can be when Kirk Cousins can play good. I just, it doesn't feel right with me. Like, okay, it's a it's a loser trade by the by the Lions. Yes, that that that's why I don't understand. Here is you trade him. You I mean, obviously, you're apparently not going to pay him because he's going to be. Doing he still had year. another year on his deal. Oh, there was no really? incentive. I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm like 99 sure he had another year on his deal. Like this was going to be his fifth year option, and they traded. I I, I don't understand it. I don't under. It's not. It's, they, it's not competitive at all. What they did, what they did was was trade for next year's draft. They they traded him and two fourth round picks, a twenty three and a twenty four fourth round pick, and they got a twenty three second and a twenty four second or twenty four third. So, to me, it just said, "Hey, man, this is the best thing that we can trade." Uh-huh. They have to because they their defense is fucking awful. Yeah. Right. So I don't think they really had a choice. I don't think it was that they wanted to move off of TJ Hawkinson because, like, he's what well, a they top. Have that they could get rid of. He, yeah, he's a what a he's a top five tight end right now. I mean, the the tight end pool is not great. Uh, by default, know? yeah, he's a top five. That's what I'm saying. He's like, there's there's three good ones and then ten feet of shit. So I, I think that was more the move than we don't want him or you know whatever. That's fine. Don't do it inside your division against yep. a team you're going to have to well, compete yeah. over the next yeah. decade. It was yeah. fucking bad. It's a it's an it's an unwise move. Moving him is fine. Getting what you need, trying to get what you need out of the next draft, maximizing all of those picks, that's fine. But don't trade him to the fucking Vikings, Packers, or Bears. <laughs> it's oh. it, it I will say that sense. I didn't I didn't touch that aspect of it because I completely agree. It was fucking dumb. <laughs> It was, but, a, it's not that it was a bad trade. It was a stupid trade yeah. mm-hmm. because they got, they got good value for him. but yeah. Back, yeah. back to, back to how he fits on the Vikings here to wrap up what I'm saying here. I tried to figure out how I want to phrase this. I think the cupboard might be too full in Minnesota for Kirk cousins to cook with. Yeah. I think it's going to fry his does, brain. D- does that make sense? I think he's got too many ingredients. I think you got Justin Jefferson, <laughs> who's in elite number one. I'm feeling who's serviceable. They've barely been able to get Dalvin Cook fucking going. Now you add Hawkinson. Uh, KJ Osborne ain't no scrub either or the fucking third receiver. I look at it differently. I think uh, Thielen is just not going to be as involved. He's going to sure. take a step back. Hawkinson's going to be your number two guy. Mm-hmm. And him and Jefferson are just going to cook. Yeah. He's a, Huge fucking target for him. Yeah. yeah, because you look at if you I think if you look now, this is just eye test from the games that I've watched of this team, but eye test tells me that 75 to 90 percent of Thielen's targets are in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Those are gonna start going to Hawkinson now. Because mm-hmm. bigger yeah. Yeah, just as good of hands, if not better hands, especially down there in the red zone when you're taking a hit, he's gonna be the target now. 
Um, I think Thielen is going to kind of be relegated to more of a slot role. Um, I, I just that that way they can still get him targets and get him out in the open. But I, I really think that uh, I agree with Jake, where I I think that they're going to, if not split targets, I think Hawkinson's going to end up taking about five to ten percent more of them. Let's not take any, anything away from the Vikings. They're six and one. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're very they're, good. They they they're fucking steaming right along. I'll tell you a team that took a gamble though on uh, getting a receiver, a big time gamble. <laughs> the Jaguars drafting or drafting fucking trading <laughs> for uh, Calvin Ridley from the uh, Atlanta Falcons, which well, I, I, don't th- I don't think I don't think really anybody saw that coming at all. No, they they took a gamble on getting Calvin Ridley from the suspended list, mm-hmm. uh, I, which is bullshit. But I, I actually have a question about Calvin Ridley. Yes. So he gambled. This was going to be his last year of his deal. Mm-hmm. So he's suspended, and that year reverts to next year. How? Why? Why does that make sense? How is that even legal? How can they extend him another year for that team? Because he's suspended for this season. Shouldn't he just just not get paid, and then he's a free agent, right? Uh. So I would imagine the players' union would like to have a conversation about that whole entire scenario. Look but, at uh, look at Calvin Ridley's contract on um, Spotrack, and it says he's still under contract for next year. It's it essentially says that that year got pushed because of the suspension because it was a suspended list suspension, not like a you know six game, four game, three game. It was a full on. Yeah, he got he got the full year bandhammer. Uh, that that shouldn't apply to his deal overall. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because I was counting on him coming to the Bears in the offseason. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I think I think he's going to be free and clear to go to Jacksonville. That's another quarterback we could talk about, Trevor Lawrence, because he has not looked fucking great since the second game of the year. Um, he's kind of fallen off, but Jaguars well, he kind of has too. To be fair, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the, the uh, Jaguars get a new receiving threat here to go along with Christian Kirk. Um, good move for them. Uh, I think terrible move again for um, the Falcons. Yeah, it makes I, it makes so when Julio Jones is on the decline, Calvin Ridley was balling out. Everybody's like, "Oh, we fucking love, we love having Calvin Ridley here. We love our Alabama receivers. We fucking we Ridley's going to be our fucking guy." And then he took that half season off for mental health, and everybody was like, "Oh, get better, get better, Calvin. We'll we'll, we'll see when you get back." Then he gets suspended for a year for gambling. And people are like, man, this is a bunch of bullshit. Free my buddy Calvin. Then he gets traded. And the Falcons fans do a complete fucking pirouette 180. Oh, of course they do. Well, this uh this brain dead idiot sat out for a year because or out for half a year because he was a pussy and couldn't learn how to be a fucking man. And he really should he really should learn the rules of fucking you know, you yeah. don't gamble. On That's one of the more southern things why I've ever heard. Is like, yeah, why, yeah. Don't, why don't you just push it says, down? Says the push. five foot seven, three hundred and eighty pound guy on Twitter. Go fuck say, yourself. Yeah, push it down and beat your wife like a real person. Fucking idiot. This you is, know what? If you were trying to kill scenario. yourself, I'd stop you just so I could kill you. You piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Just an absolutely fucking bum deal for fucking Atlanta. Another trash ass organization. Now yep. instead of fucking. Drake, Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and Calvin Ridley. You've got Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and uh, some guy with the last name Zacchaeus. Well, uh, uh, oh, Zacchaeus, yeah. where the fuck is that? I don't fucking know. And you got Marcus Mariota, who he's played good, but it's fucking Marcus Mariota. Hey, he's been fine. 
Yeah, he's good fun. He, he'll, he'll do the job until you can develop whoever the fuck they're uh... – I don't get why they got rid of Ridley, though. You could – this year they would have the shot of drafting either Levis or Stroud probably. Yep. I don't get it. But you, with those three weapons, like that – You have tanks. Like, you can find a different receiver, but you know what you have in Calvin Ridley. So, why the fuck would you – why the fuck wouldn't yeah. you want to – if I was if I'm an Atlanta fan, not the Atlanta fans on Reddit or Twitter, I would be fucking pissed. That you lost the guy who was supposed to be your Julio replacement. Like Drake London's no fucking scrub, but that's about it on the outside fucking the ball. Because Kyle Pitts has not had the juice this fucking year. Um, granted, he has Marcus Mario throwing the ball, but it's Kyle fucking Pitts. Come on. He really <laughs> hasn't gotten targets. Yeah. He had a good game this week. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I it was just another loser move, in my opinion. And we had at least two of those. And we we have to uh, we have to touch base real quick. Uh Oh, yeah, the Bears. Fuck, I about forgot. Chase Claypool to the Bears. How about that, yeah. boys? Let us know. Love it. Love it. Um, Mooney and Claypool on the outside. Come on, that ain't too bad. I don't I don't hate it. Uh, if you look at the free agent class for next year, it's really just Odell Beckham and then Bone dry. 100 yards of fucking liquid shit. Um, so I think that Paul saw that and he said, hey, we just grabbed a second-round pick. For Roquan, let's flip it, get a receiver for Justin, get him now so he can develop rapport with our quarterback and they can start developing chemistry. Hopefully, he can be a good influence on fucking Cole Komet and he can remember how to be a fucking football player again. <laughs> well, I think um, I, you also have to think about, like, think about what Chase Claypool was working with in Pittsburgh. Okay. Yeah. He got the ass end of Ben Roethlisberger, where he was basically just a tree throwing ducks. And he had an incredible rookie season. Yeah, that was yep. his best year was with fucking the husk of and then, Yeah, and, but then after that, you had the fucking hodgepodge group of Duck Hodgins, uh, fucking uh, Mason Rudolph. Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs. About uh, Josh Mitch Dobbs. Trubisky, and now Kenny throws a picket. So, I mean... It's a great move. Yeah. And the best part is the Packers had the same exact fucking offer for him, and they chose the Bears instead. <laughs> uh, suck it, fucking Aaron. Hey, boys, how cathartic was it to uh, watch the Bills do that to Green Bay on fucking Sunday Night Football? That was great. I, be I wish it was worse. Like, I, it was a too. closer game than I was hoping. <laughs> yeah. I got to be honest. I, did, I didn't watch the game. <laughs> I didn't fucking care. I knew the I knew what the outcome was, so I'm just like fuck it. I'm gonna play some moves. The biggest shocker of the trade deadline was the New England Patriots making absolutely no fucking moves. Moving on though. Oh, what about? Hold on. Don't skim over this one. Bradley Chubb to the to the Dolphins. Yeah. That's a huge acquisition for Miami. Really, really solidifies. <laughs> really solidifies that the pass rush on the defense takes some pressure off of some of the guys who really weren't getting it done. Um, and also they got fucking Jeff Wilson, who's actually better than Chase. So, well, they're all, all they're doing in Miami is just rebuilding the 49ers fucking uh, running back room from when they went to the Super Bowl. They got fucking Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson there. Now all they need is, uh, who the fuck was the other guy there? Uh, Tevin Coleman on the Niners. And you've got fucking the Niners fucking whole entire running back room. Yeah. Um, Edmonds going to Denver, fucking yank. Uh, I whiffed real big on Edmonds being the featured back there in uh, Miami, but uh, I don't know. Fuck whatever. You got rid of the fuck. They even team. they already said that he's literally just going to be a third down guy. Well, oh really? 
Yeah, they <laughs> they said Melvin and with the other fucking guy are going to get the bulk of the yeah, carries, for and then they'll chase Edmonds and on third down. For some reason, they will not relink. They will not send Melvin Gordon's corpse body off the field. They they just won't do it. They're they're Denver's going to ride with him and Latavius Murray and Chase Edmonds on third down, which they're Denver's rapidly approaching a fucking junk organization too. So fucking whatever, you know. Good for Miami. How about those fucking that trade that the Niners did with Miami? Worst trade I've ever seen. Just 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 an outrageous maneuver. The the Niners trading with the Dolphins two years ago in that draft to move up and just seeing what all their picks turned out to be. Jalen Waddle. They traded the pick to go get Tyree Kill, and now they land Bradley Chubb. It's it's a they should build a statue. They should build a what what was the fucking Laramie Tunsil was part of that deal too. He he yeah. was he was a trade way before they did. They needed he was the they start. traded they traded Tunsil to uh Houston. Yeah. And then that that's kind like of three picks. Yeah, they, they got the pick, picks. they got the, the three first round picks, and then that's the snowball. They should build a statue of Tunsil outside of Hard Rock Stadium. I'd <laughs> be like, this was the shit spark that ignited the shit fire that got us Jalen Waddle and make sure the statue Kyrie. is of him with the, the, gas, mask. <laughs> the gas mask on. <laughs> but remember how bad of a trade, how badly John Lynch trade raped the Bears. Doing a jerk off motion, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> He's doing the air wank. Uh, I think that's just about it for the trades that happened. Uh, well, all the ones that fucking matter. Uh, breaking news the Washington Commanders are potentially for sale. Allegedly, uh, Dan Snyder's people, the owner of the Washington Commanders, have contacted uh, the services of Bank of America to find a potential suitor to purchase the franchise. Boys, who's going to buy the team? I'm going to say uh, Jeff Bezos is buying this team. And he's going to turn them into the Washington Amazons. And the whole <laughs> the, they're going to be a fucking distribution center. Like, they, this is this is a nightmare scenario. Like, yeah, Dan Snyder's a piece of shit owner. Get him the fuck out of the league. But Jeff Bezos is going to be the most annoying owner you've ever fucking seen in your life. Yeah, that's true. Hey, maybe Mark Cuban buys the team. That'd be dope. Get the cubes into the NFL. You, you don't want to see cubes on the sideline just screaming. I'm in. Oh, I'm in. I'm in on that. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see cubes by the team, but um, yeah. I mean, I, I hope it. If it's if it's not cubes, because that's like a that's a pipe dream. Uh, I just hope it's an ownership group and not like a it, simple it billionaire. Will be. The way the, as much as teams cost nowadays. There's like three people on the planet that could buy a team outright. Yeah, it's currently it's currently valued at five to five and a half billion. Uh, yeah. and reports are saying it'll probably sell for closer to six. Um, uh, but a lot of the Washington people, Tony Tony Kornheiser, um, saying he'll believe that he sells a team when he sees it because he said for twenty years he's never going to sell the team. Um, so. All the shit coming out about him now. Though. I know That's he's kind of actually of under federal investigation now too mm. for potential financial crimes. Um, but, but yeah, um, I I hope it goes well. I hope it's not another shitbag owner. I just hope it's someone who gives a fuck about football and makes them a relevant franchise. Yeah, yeah. Build around B Rob. In a in a fucking wild move, Dwayne the Rock Johnson sells the XFL and buys the Washington <laughs> Commanders. <laughs> Turns them into the hey, Washington Commanders. A new project. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Dude, turns um, the Commanders into an XFL team in the NFL. <laughs> They're the first ever cross league team to play in both <laughs> leagues. They're going to win the XFL title and the Super Bowl all in one year. 
that would be an absolutely incredible feat. And uh, the Washington Rocks, you could do the fucking what's another what do you call a rock? The Brahma Bull, the Washington Brahma Brahmas. Bull. Yeah, yeah, the Washington Brahmas. That's actually not a bad name. Yeah, that's not bad. Washington Brahmas. Speaking of that, the XFL dropped their fucking uh, teams. The uh, Battle Hawks are back, baby. Yeah, Battle Hawks are back. Tickets as low as twenty five dollars. We're gonna do do a free shill oh. here. Get on oh. down to the fucking Edward Jones Dome and watch some Battle Hawks football this year, boys. We're fucking Dylan. We're going. I don't yep. care what it takes. Yep, we're going. We are going to be down there. We're going to be drunk as fuck. I mean, why wouldn't you if it's only $25 a ticket? Exactly. It's a $40 round trip. It's probably going to be dollar beer night, too. You know me and Dylan will crush 80 fucking dollar beers. Yeah, we'll die. (laughs) Can't wait. We'll die. Pull a fucking Wade Boggs. I mean, listen, if we're going to a Battle Hawks game, we're going to get a hotel in St. Louis because we're going to get smashed at this game. Yep. Neither of us are going to be capable of driving. Yep. So I I would put the over under on beers at probably 55 to 60 I'm between the two of us. 50. Yeah. We would uh, definitely put a half. We would put a dent in the beers and it would maybe be the last dollar beer night they ever did. <laughs> yeah. They would regret it immediately. Because we would find some like-minded people like us that are just trying to die of alcohol poisoning in a public setting and we would just make our <laughs> we would just make a fucking mockery of the fucking game we it, it would not be a real pretty sight in the fucking stands of the fucking dome hopefully we both, get it. Be, both have our shirts off by the end of the game just fucking waving our fucking erect nipples in the air speaking of fucking speech <laughs> i actually got no segue off erect nipples i thought i had something cool to say but i fucking did it so we're just gonna get into the week nine picks Jumping hey, right um in. just real quick my colts take i, I oh just, yeah yeah, let's hear. So we've, and when I say we, I mean you, Beach, have um, talked extensively about how the Indianapolis Colts are just a trash organization. They make bad decisions. They keep people too long, so on and so forth. I've broken down they're, mathematically. They're 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 car they're they are Caldwell cursed. Uh, they fired him after ten win season, and then, pfft. and he actually had a really good overall record there too. Mm-hmm. which is the more insane part about how he got fired. Um, so two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, um, Jonathan Taylor went down with an injury, sprained his ankle. Hold him out for a week, and they bring him back for the Commanders game, a game that essentially holds no weight on their season. They rushed the – I think we're all in agreement that Jonathan Taylor is the best running back in the sport. Overall, mm. when he's healthy and at his best, one I think of the best at least. Top few. I think it's top. Okay, top three because we're putting McCaffrey in there with Henry or Saquon. Uh, but I think generally you can have the conversation, and a lot of people will say it's Jonathan Taylor. But you're also going to have people on the other side. One. Okay, fine. One of the best players <laughs> in football let alone his position. Um, You rush him back for a non-division game, which essentially all they have to do the rest of the year is win their division games, and they make the playoffs, which probably isn't going to happen now because the Titans have been on a roll. Um, But they're still in it, even with a fucking shit quarterback. You've got a great running game, a good, really good receiver. So you rush him back for the commander's game that literally didn't matter, and he re-injures himself. They're the fucking Mets of the NFL. 
trash. And then they traded the organization the that they had. Yeah, and then they traded trash organization for Zach Moss. Mm-hmm. That was a weird one to me. Yeah, trash organization. But that's it. It's just now you're putting your not only your future at stake, but your players' future at stake whenever you rush these guys back like that. Well, it's a, it's a desperation team. It's uh, their coach Frank Reich is a fucking fool. He's on his uh, he, way out. He's on his way out. He's doing everything he can to grasp at straws. That's why you fucking bench. You bench Matt Ryan and try to start fucking Sam and hopes that he fucking. Oh my god, we got Sam here. Oh my god, everybody keeps trying to recreate <laughs> the fucking, this. He's looking to get yeah. lucky and keep his yeah. fucking job. Yeah, he's yeah, trying to. He's trying to come up sevens. Hope. He's trying to come up sevens. Uh, they're a trash organization. I'm glad that everybody is finally seeing that for uh, what they are. Um, one of these days, I will do a TED talk, like I'll dress in a suit and I will go to a stadium. And like 30,000 people, like University of Nebraska. And I will start there. I'll have a little headset in. I'll look like fucking. Uh, you should do it in Indianapolis. Fucking Tony Robbins over there. No, I'll look like uh, Steve Jobs when he was announcing the iPhone, black turtleneck, khakis, me doing this. <laughs> I, I'll start off with Did you know that Superman had a brother? And did you know that his brother was retarded? I'm sorry for saying that word, but that's how this is going to go. We're just going to shit. That's how it's going to go. And I'm going to say, And his brother is Jim Ursay. And Jim Mercer is exactly like Superman, except, like I said, he is dumb. Now, what if I told you he bought a football team, and then we cut to the Indianapolis Colts, and then I go on a two-hour-long rant about the Colts. Luck, the O-line issues, Ursay being a drunk, uh, you know, Frank Reich, everything, Peyton Manning, everything. I will just tear that organization to the fucking ground. I'm sorry, I just will. Just fuck them. Now you fuck got me. Him, that's why. The, 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 I mean, I know that – I know starting Ellinger was – like it's just it's a move to hopefully save Frank's job, but the fact that he had the thought process that Sam Ellinger <laughs> is the great white hope is fucking absurd. Sam reach. Ellinger was good in college. He wasn't great. He was good. He's not gonna be great. Just to think. make the point again, you know who else was. Not even good in college. You know who was fucking great in college? Vince fucking Young. You know who was great in college? Matt fucking Leiner. You know who was shit in the NFL? Both of them. Exactly. College doesn't mean that much. Doesn't mean shit. <laughs> in Vince Young's defense, his head coach was Jeff Fisher. Very true. Not the <laughs> point. Not the point. All right. So getting off the Colts hate there and without going into a 20-minute long talk about fucking college quarterbacks that just did not translate because we always fucking do this <laughs> when we go off the fucking rails. Let's get the shit back on here with the shit post picks. It's week nine. It's a brand new month here. Mr. November is here. We're doing a fucking NFC North Battle Bowl. We're talking about all the fucking NFC North teams this week. Two of them happen to play each other. But we're going to start off with the Miami Dolphins traveling to Chicago to take on the Chicago Bears. The Miami Dolphins are five-point road favorites over under 45 and a half. Bears money line is plus 190. Good value there on the Bears. Let's see what our East Coast folks have to say. JB and Kyle, give us your bets. Um, I have uh, – you said it was Miami minus five? Uh, five and a half. Nope. Five and a half. Five. That's my mistake. They are at five. It's at five. I yes. like it even better. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got Miami. Um, you know, once again, road dogs. Uh, no, they're favorite. They're road favorites, you fucking 
My Miami, my, okay, hang on. Shut up. You're, you're, you're drinking out of a wine bottle. Don't you dare judge me for my choices. We're gonna re- Whatever, we're gonna rewind the tape here. Miami Dolphins travel to the Chicago Bears. Okay, they are five point road favorites. favorites. Over unders four forty five and a half. Bears money line plus one ninety. Good value on the Bears. Kyle, East Coast boys, take it away. <laughs> road favorites. Let's go. <laughs> I've got Miami minus five. Uh, they're uh, clearly the better team, uh, and I think the Bears can probably you know, put up some points Um, like they, I mean, even last week they were within six points and then the Cowboys blew the doors off. They can score points right now. Uh, They've really changed the way they've game planned on offense and they've been doing a really good job. And now you get Claypool in the mix. I think they can put up some points, but I don't think they're covering five. Uh, They probably don't score more than 20 if they, if they do. Um, And it's probably a low scoring game because Miami has really been scoring getting by with big wins, but by like eight to nine points, but only scoring 16 to 20 points. So I don't really like the over in this. So that's why I went Miami. I think that the better team, it's not, not too much to think about. All right. Flopping on your team. Love to see it. JB, you doing the same thing? Uh, I mean, Miami is 100% the better team, but the bears do match up fairly well with them. Because the Bears' strengths are the Dolphins' weaknesses. Dolphins' weaknesses are the Bears' strengths. Uh, the Bears have a great secondary. Um, it's probably their, their biggest strength outside of the run game. Dolphins don't run the ball much at all. Um, the Bears' offense, like Kyle said, is kind of picking it up a little bit. I think they're going to be kind of hyped up that the front office decided to make a move to get him a weapon, even if he's not going to play a big, big part of the game. Uh, I think the game's going to be fairly close, closer than people think. But with all that being said, I'm taking the Miami money line. Um, I think they probably win by five, but I don't – the Bears – I think I think it'll be a closer game than we think, so I'm just playing it safe, taking the money line. All right. CJ, what say you? I'm going to go Bears plus five. I – like, like, okay, so I'm not a huge Bears proponent, obviously. Um, but like Jake said, their offense is kind of rolling now. Um, Fields looks like he's a good quarterback. Um, they're finally kind of fine-tuning the offense to where they're playing to his strengths, which is a good Fine. thing. Um, Miami, we're all forgetting that Miami did just beat Detroit by four. Mm-hmm. And they were down 27 to 7 or 20 to 7 at one point. Every great game has ugly wins. <laughs> well, that's fine. I'm not, I'm just stating facts, Kyle. That's it. <laughs> uh, I'm, like Jake said, I mean, they, the Bears did just get rid of Roquan, but um, they have a good secondary. They've got some guys that can hang with Waddle and Tyreek Hill. Um, They've got the guy that can hang with them, Jalen Johnson, the best corner, the best cover corner in the league. Exactly. Um, And the Bears are running the piss out of the ball right now. Um, Chase Claypool only helps the matter. So, like Jake said, I don't don't think he's going to get a huge percentage of playing time this week, but, I mean, it it definitely can't hurt him. Just him being there, I feel like the energy will be – I, I agree with that. Also, yeah. I was hoping you wouldn't bring up Roe. <laughs> yeah, I had, yeah to. I had to fucking go there. I had to. 
Um, but uh, yeah, man, I, I, I think it's going to be a close game. I, Miami will win. I think um, I just think five points barely beating Detroit seems kind of feasible to me. Five is a big line too in the NFL. Um, so yeah. Like I said, they're not going to take advantage of the Bears' run defense because they don't run the ball very much. Yeah, that's, that's they could very though. much in the Bears' favor. They could, but they, they could though. Mostert, Mostert's still got some juice, guys. He's good. They just—it's not their focus. It doesn't, and it doesn't take much against the Bears to have a good run game, <laughs> especially now that Roquan's gone. I mean, I'm not talking shit on. Um, is. I'm not talking good. shit on him, but he's not Roquan. No. Uh, Roquan is probably the best one-on-one tackler in the NFL. Um, so there is going to be, I think the run game is going to get way worse, uh, before it gets better, but <laughs> Hey, you, you win some, you lose some just sometimes the, I, I gotta do something to get worse. ahead of JB here. So you got Bears plus five. <laughs> yep. Lock me in for bears plus five. I've got no analysis, just a uh, copy and paste what CJ said. I will throw in here that, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not throwing in shit. Bears plus five. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to the next game on the card here. We got the Minnesota Vikings traveling to Washington to take on the commies, the four sale commies with Taylor Heineke as their quarterback. The Minnesota Vikings are three and a half point road favorites. Overrunners 43 and a half. Commander's money line is plus 150. CJ, lead us off. I'm going to go Minnesota money line. Um, I, the Vikings are just a better team. Um, I, this isn't a game like it is like it was against Green Bay because Green Bay is not that much of a better team than Washington is. Um, they I think are Minnesota, a better team at all. <laughs> yeah, I, I, but, the game proved it. Yeah, but Minnesota is. Um, yeah. and Hawkinson was a big get. Uh, Washington does have a really good run defense, which is the only bad thing, but. I mean, taking Dalvin Cook away only extenuates Hawkinson and uh, Justin Jefferson. So, um, I think I think if you if you have Kurt in fantasy this week, it's a it's a real good play. Um, yeah, I over the top. I think it's just going to be a fucking massacre, though. Yeah. Yeah, this one's easy money. I I was going to take the Vikings minus three and a half, but little gamesmanship, I'm playing to have a better record here than CJ, so I'm just going to take the money <laughs> line as well because why, <laughs> why go for the points? Um, pretty much everything he just said, they're just a much better team, um, and they added Hawkinson. Like, yeah, I, I feel like this one would have been my lock, but easy. Okay. Uh Thank you both. I'm going to go Minnesota minus three and a half and hammer that shit, boys. This is going to be a blowout. Um, There's only one actually good team, uh, one complete team in this game, and it's the Vikings, and they're even more complete than they were a week ago. Um, Yeah, because they have a tight end that can actually play now. uh, Heineke, Heineke, um, it's been fun. I actually wanted to ask Beach if he had the balls to go three weeks in a row with Heineke. But uh, we'll get to that in a second. I, I think that Heineke has played very well against some really bad teams. And uh, that's why he's undefeated this season. He's about to get – he's about to run into a buzzsaw. Um, and I just hope that he doesn't get hurt in the game. 
You just referred to Kirk Cousins and company as a buzzsaw. I, I love I will never. <laughs> the team that Kirk Cousins happens to be on. <laughs> let's be clear. <laughs> me and me, you and all the all four of us could line up at wide receiver this week, and they'd still win. That's completely false. Well, I, but I tell fun. you what, that's the truth because I'm going for at least a buck fifty and three touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Jake gets a contract after the week, though. <laughs> So uh, I think all three of you guys are Vegas suckers in this matchup here. Uh, I'm going Washington plus three and a half. Uh, yep. I'm not, I don't even know why you're laughing. I really don't know why. I don't. I don't really know why we're laughing here. I've been fucking on the Heineke train ever since he got fucking. No, the the, the, the Commanders could win this game. Um, I stare at this line three and a half. I do not. I do not understand why this line's not flipped for the game we just talked about. I don't know why the Dolphins aren't three and a half favorites and the Vikings are five here. Because I think the Vikings have a on par level offense with the uh, Miami Dolphins. Uh, I just so Chase Young has come back off injury. This will be his first game back. Uh, uh, he's not for sure playing though. He I, has been he has been given he's been cleared to practice. That he still has to be activated to the active roster. Um, he, they have twenty one days to activate him. He's been cleared to practice. I just read a fucking headline that said he's expected to make his return this Sunday. You, th- you think I just fucking shat that out there for no fucking reason? I'm just I, – I literally watched ESPN all day, and that's the most recent report that I had seen. I So shut the fuck up, Kyle. Chase Young, Chase Young is allegedly – allegedly he could. The fucking the stars line up. He gets his coffee. Uh, who the fuck's the coach of the commanders? Riverboat Ron decides to lay down the blackjack and the dice. And he says, you know what, Chase, you want to play a day? And Chase takes a big pull of his coffee and says, yup, yup. And they put him in the fucking game. So, you know what, Chase Young could play this weekend. That's something that could happen. Um, but neither here nor there. Commanders, plus three and a half. First of all, fucks, all I said was that it wasn't confirmed. So, fuck all the way off. Next I only, game. I only said that just so I could get a razz out of you. I wanted to it reach works. through the fucking, you know what, when I see you. Kyle, here, here's the here's the killer off as easily as you two. Oh, dude, it's fucking all the time. <laughs> so here, here's a fun little quip for you. If we were to fight, you would lose because you would never fucking catch me. Never, not in a million years. We, it's only almost happened once, and it was because you were drunk and being a fucking dick. Well, get out of my house early. Yes. <laughs> I've never listen. I'm not. A, I'm not a guy who wants to fight, but I can take uh, one hell of a punch. So I know that I could fight if I needed to. Um, you would have to hit me with a foreign object in order for me to lose. No, I just sit on your face, bud. You pass out from the stench. You'd never catch me. Oh, but if I did, bud. Hypotheticals now. Just like with Chase playing this week and it's a hypothetical <laughs> all right all comes okay. back around Next okay game. hang on a minute nope nope fuck you nope just hang on a fucking minute <laughs> i've had enough of your fucking shit hang see on what man. you fucking did you done pissed off the warden could, could the it just fucking suck it could have just hey, fucking man. left well enough alone now i'm going did. to get a official on-screen live update for chase young this weekend just fucking hang on we got breaking news speaking of breaking news i do have breaking news Oh, um, you it, got the gout? Uh, no, it's not about <laughs> me. It's about um, 
We're waiting. Kyrie Irving. He um, has uh, he's donating uh, 500k to a couple of foundations um, to do with uh, uh, the Jewish people. No, fuck uh, him. He's just no. Th- he's just throwing money at no. shit to get people off his back. I'm, I'm not. I'm not done. And then he is. Um, Ed- Educating himself and working with um, people in the Brooklyn community um, to help raise awareness about the things that he was ignorantly promoting. So uh, it does seem like he's just throwing money at it so he doesn't have to miss games, but the resolution is better than nothing for that team because right now they kind of need to turn things around. So quicker is better. That's why they're doing it this way. But that came across about, I don't know, 30 minutes ago. Fuck him. That's my yeah, thoughts. I agree. Fuck him. Also, Chase Fuck Young. That I just read the Chase Young report. The team is unlikely to rush him back. Unlikely is not a fucking definite. He could play this weekend. I'm still right. Suck my ass. Moving on. <laughs> no, you were right. <laughs> I was the, the one Green that was Packers. right. Green Bay Packers Fuck minus you. four. <laughs> they are road favorites. Road runner is 49 and a half. Detroit money line is plus. 155. Kyle, start us off here, seeing that I've already got you going. Hold on. What was <laughs> – can you repeat the line for me? Oh, fucking Jesus. <clears throat> Moving on, we've got the Green Bay Packers traveling to the Detroit Lions. The Packers are four-point favorites on the road. Over-under is 49-and-a-half. Detroit uh, money line is plus 155. Kyle, we'll start with you, seeing that I already got you going. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, let me present to you the – Fade the fuck out of us, bowl. Um, <laughs> I love, I love, I love Detroit to score points in this game. Um, there's also part of me that's like, but Detroit couldn't stop Zoe from scoring a touchdown. So <laughs> I think Green Bay is probably going to find a way to score some points. <sighs> if we stacked, if we stacked our dogs up against the Detroit Lions. Ginger and Zoe, they put up 40 points. Oh, no. <laughs> Just put them up both on the outside. Be fine. Nine routes all game. Yep. You try to you try to you try to put your hands on them, they're gonna bite you. Yeah, there's ginger's not, a got way too the, much there's not a rule in the rule book about biting the defender. <laughs> Show it to me. Um, I think I'm gonna go with the it's a tough one because it's such a shitty game. It is. It's a fucking toilet bowl. Uh, Detroit. Points. Give me over. <laughs> I can't do it. Up. I can't bet on either of these teams. Not even in a hypothetical fucking what's our record bet. I can't do it. I can't. It fade. Both these teams are crossed out. Both of it's it's fade these teams season. Um. At this point, I'm going to be really surprised if Detroit wins two games, let alone seven, like I initially had thought. Yeah, it's a real shit game, but I'm going uh, – I, I think I'm going I'm going Green Bay money line. as much as I hate to say it. I just think they're the better of the two shits. Um, they're the more impressive of the two shits, so they're the <laughs> – they're, 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 more yeah, they're, they're, they're more hearty. Yeah, they're the more hearty, a hearty, frothy morning See, coffee shit. Detroit is like a after some Taco Bell breakfast. It's a 
It's a messy real, shit. Yeah, real um, painful and runny. Yeah. So, I mean, that's all the analysis I have on this. I'm just comparing them to shits. But <laughs> <laughs> Green Bay money fine. <laughs> that's, that's all I can all By I default. Yeah. <laughs> So, boys, I'll let CJ go last here. I just want to go ahead and spit some uh, some facts at you boys here. Uh, I'm on covers.com where I'm getting my information here. The Green Bay Packers are 3-5 and five against the spread. The Detroit Lions are 3-4 and four against the spread. The over-under for the Green Bay Packers games have hit three out of five times. The over-under for the Detroit games have hit five out of two – or, or five, three and five is the record for the over on Green Bay. The over-under for the record on Detroit games are five and two. So Kyle's very smart taking the points here. Green Bay is one and three against the spread on the road. <laughs> Detroit Lions are one and three against the spread at home. <laughs> this is the, this is like the immovable, the irresistible force against the immovable object here. And the the Detroit Lions just lost Hawkinson. And I'm looking here at the card. And I look at JB, and he's taking all the favorites. He's taking money line, money line, money line favorites all three games. I have taken underdog to cover two out of the three. So I'm taking the underdog cover here too because this is <laughs> you guys have have. Risk on your side of things, Beach. You got a lot of ground to make up. You got this. I have to start throwing hail marys. I've got a long way to go here. I could very well go home for this week again, boys. But that could be fucking any week. <laughs> that could be any week when you play the fucking game. This is a real man's game. Listen, Detroit. We're gonna catch Detroit Magic again this weekend. Fuck Aaron Rodgers. Fuck the Packers. It's worked for the past two weeks, just like with the Commanders, it's worked. They fucking blew the, the Green Bay, sucked the big dick against the Commanders. They fucking got their asses fucking encapsulated by Buffalo. They're going to get their asses encapsulated by Jared Goof. Goofing around one last time. You can hear my voice wavering. One last time, Jared, for the brand, <laughs> Detroit plus four. CJ, go. Detroit plus four. Uh, Let's yes. go. Yes. Uh, you, you guys are forgetting. They hung with Miami, all right? Miami's a much better team than Green Bay. They hung with them. I don't care. I understand they lost TJ Hawkinson. Last week, he had four catches for 80 yards. You can feel that. Right. I'm on Ross St. Brown is the fucking truth. He's a good receiver. Uh, DeAndre Swift is good. Jamal Williams is playing lights out right now. They're going to give up points. We fucking know that. But on the flip side, Aaron is playing with a 10-gallon bag of shit. So... <laughs> 10-gallon bag of shit against a secondary that's also a 10-gallon bag of shit. Uh, I don't fucking know what to say. I also don't think that uh, old fucking Mikey Porkchops wants to be in Green Bay. I think he's just fucking mailed it in. Uh, he did an interview that I sent to you guys earlier today, uh, and they were like, uh, what, you know, what do you think about Green Bay not making any moves at the deadline? And he said, oh, I thought the deadline was next week. And everybody kind of laughed. This? And he, what? Who is this? Are you talking Mike Mike McCarthy? Yeah. Oh. Okay. He Mike. said, "I thought <laughs> yeah. the trade deadline was next week," and they all kind of laughed. And he said, "That's how it's going." So he's pissed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aaron Rodgers is just not. He doesn't have anything to fucking work with. Tell me, it's. Yeah. It, I mean, Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon are going to have to put up four touchdowns in this game in order for them to cover. So, Like you guys said, though, your dogs could score 40 on Detroit's defense. I don't I'm think saying, it matters man. what Aaron's working with. I'm just saying, I think they can keep it within four. If they can stick within four of Miami, 
All I'm going to say biggest... is you guys aren't very wise. You're not going to catch up to me taking the spread when I'm taking the money line because we can both hit. Jacob, First of I don't all, need take your... the money line. I don't need your fucking sass. <laughs> okay. I, th- I, th- De- I, th- I believe Detroit could win this game. I think they could too. Sure. I, th- I, th- I think they could win this Sure. And, you know, I could fall into an inheritance one day that gets me the fuck out of poverty. But, look, all I'm just saying is we have absolutely no business to take to take Green Bay. You know, fuck no. it. We're not getting into it. We're not getting I'm into it. I'm the only one We're that not getting fucking into didn't. We're not getting into it. Either team, because I'm smart. They both suck. Why would you take a team to win? They're now, probably going to tie. Kyle, Somebody's got to win. Nuh-uh. It's probably going to be Nuh-uh. a tie. <laughs> it's the NFL. Uh-oh. All right. We got ties right. in this sport. Oh, hold on, hold on. I just want to – just really quickly, can we shit on Green Bay a little bit? How do you we paint just fucking did. so much of a corner that you only target one fucking receiver in the trade market? They paid it wasn't even a top-tier receiver. Then, then the, 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 the corner was magically painted, and then they were stuck in the room. Oh, fuck, we can't get out. We've only got 30 <laughs> minutes left. How are we going to get out of here? And then they passed out because of the fumes. <laughs> I told you, Mike was too busy eating fucking Subway sandwiches or something. And fucking you know 10 pounds of pork chops. You head forgot. coach of the Dallas Cowboys, right? Did I say that? No. Uh, so you've alluded to Mike McCarthy being the coach of the Packers. I don't know why the fuck it's I said twice. that. <laughs> I wrote it down yeah, Matt, on my that's paper like that. Yeah, 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 no. That was no, so we, stupid. We, we, let, we, let, we let you have that one. Then you brought back into it again. Loved I was it. shaking my head. Oh, I had to call you on it the second time. Yeah. Ah. Fucking I kind of called him out on the, for the first right time because I, I was I fucking confused. That's why was, was the video. Was that's the an video. Old, that's was, an old video. Yeah, I know. I don't know why the, the Cowboys and Matt Lafleur is the head coach of the Packers. Lafleur, Lafleur, yeah, he's French. <laughs> Whatever, man. Who gives a shit? They still didn't do shit at the trade deadlines. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just, it's pathetic, man. Even the fuck, the, the fucking Bears, even. With no hopes, the no, Packers is what they for did. no hopes for anything positive other than developing their players the rest of the season. Still went out and got a fucking receiver before the Packers did. <laughs> Why are they called Jordy Nelson? Uh, he's retired. He's doing insurance now. We're fucking. I don't know. Bird watching. He's working. At, he, he owns his own farm. He can't run a five yard out. He might fucking tear his fucking legs up. That's his fuck thing. He's an injured bitch when he was on fucking uh, Oakland. Yeah, he's out true. here. He's but, out here wrestling cows, buddy. He can play <laughs> an NFL game. Yuck. Moving on to our mortal locks of the week. I'll start because everybody who knows me and knows this pod price is just coming from a mile away. Patriots minus five and a half. I love them minus <laughs> five and a half. I love them minus seven and a half. I love them minus 12 and a half. I love them to absolutely blow the absolute dog shit out of the Colts, with Sam fucking Ellinger coming to New England against Bill Belichick's defense. (laughs) Sam Ellinger coming to New England, coming to get his asshole completely sodomized by Matthew Judon, and fucking Cobb Duggar plays, he'll be in the backfield too, little fucking safety blitz. It's the Patriots big this weekend. And the burial of Frank Reich. Frank Reich will get fired after this game because the Colts are going to embarrass themselves in Foxborough. After the fucking Bears embarrassed us two weeks ago, this is the get right for the home team. There's going to be half off soft drinks, half off beer. Robert Kraft is going to have his own personal massage parlor set outside in the fucking stadium. <laughs> and you two can get a rub for $29.95. Asian ladies, 
black ladies, white ladies, any sort of flavor you want. Fucking Bobby Kraft's going to hook you up. Patriots minus five and a half. I actually don't hate that. I like that pick, actually. Yeah. I, I, I would probably take them at seven. I love them. I, I love – Like, eight. honestly, I'd take a touchdown lead on on that, on a bet. I, I love like, them eight and a half, nine and a half, Love it. Oh, I'm gonna. I'm going to put money on the Patriots this week. I've never been more. <laughs> I've never been more confident in my fucking life. If, if the Patriots lose this game, I'm no longer on the pod. I quit my job. <laughs> I will know. I'm gonna write so many fucking checks on this game, like I did. I got. I got to get get rights after I wrote so many checks about the Bears game. So I thought we were going to blow the doors off the Bears. I'm getting that fucking money back this week from everybody at work, from my fucking neighbors. Everybody in this fucking block is gonna realize it. Fuck them. I'll go. Um, so I'm just going to keep on rolling with a guy I've kind of been rolling with all season, uh, both in fantasy and in in my gambling life. Uh, I'm going to take uh, Baltimore minus two and a half against the Saints. Um, I, I'm just going to keep rolling with Lamar. He's fucking – he's been great this year. Um, he doesn't have, you know, out – outlandish numbers by any means other than his rushing numbers of course um he's, but he's the fifth highest rusher i know i know i'm at more, more like passing i mean he he's had his number one target basically hurt all season uh and is mark andrews still out uh... i don't care it doesn't change my pick at all because <laughs> they're going up against the red rocket who's very limited he can do some stuff still but yeah uh i'm going uh I love the uh, I love Baltimore minus two and a half. I love Baltimore minus fucking ten. You fucking really roped us in there with the hey guys, is Mark Andrews playing? It doesn't matter if he's playing. You fucking had us on the fucking hook. They were like, oh, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, good pick though. I like that one. He'd say, yeah, they're all, the Ravens are only two and a half. Yeah, yeah. Right now, that's what I'm looking at right now. Wolf. I it, I wouldn't touch the over with a 10-foot pole. It's at 48. Well, don't, you do not disperse the name of the Red Rifle. Red Rifle put up points. Red Rifle, come for that ass. For points? <laughs> CJ, your pick. Go. Not for wins, though. <laughs> <laughs> Hawks plus two. <clears throat> We're going to go Hawks plus two. Uh, yes. they, they already beat Cardinals by 10 in week six. Wasn't that long ago. Not much has changed for the Cardinals. They did get Nuke back. He's probably going to cook. He does what he wants, when he wants, where he wants. Um, But I don't think that's enough to push him over the edge. Uh, Ken Walker is doing Ken Walker shit and just rolling over everybody. Geno's cooking. Um, The the only issue that I have with this pick uh, is that the Hawks are getting almost 80% of the bets, which I don't like, but I still think they're going to cover. Um, Lockett and DK, I think they'll, they'll probably have a pretty pretty good game this week. So Hawks plus two. Yeah, I, I like it. I also wanted to just point out that I also don't love Hopkins versus the Seahawks secondary. Mm-hmm. He's gonna yeah, win. I agree. Um, so that's it. I think it's going to be really close. I think this is a pick em. Uh I know that the um, Cardinals haven't won in what four weeks, um, so they're yeah. they're kind of due. Plus, they're on camera now. Uh, uh-huh. Hard Knock starts uh, November 9th. so now they really got to show up. 
Kyler Murray is 0-1 since the last Call of Duty has come out. Oh, my God. Statistically, he <laughs> falls off a fucking cliff when Call of Duty comes out. He's addicted to video games. It's fun. Everybody's like, oh, video game addiction ain't that fucking bad. It's toxic when you're trying to get work done, trying to be a high-level athlete. You're not, you're, you're not doing Tom Brady shit, eating, sleeping, selling out your family to play this fucking game. He's fucking getting off and hopping on FaZe Clan and streaming till one in the morning. And he's short. He's a little man. He needs his fucking rest. It takes the gravity is just pushing him down all the time because he's so close to the fucking ground. <laughs> he needs There's his fucking rest. It's not, it's not just fucking, oh, he plays fucking video games. It's, it fucks with him. He's garbage. After When Call of Duty drops, he's like, ah, fuck the Cardinals. Which, to be honest, I'd say fuck the Cardinals, too, because they're a fucking <laughs> abysmal franchise anyway. Oh uh, yeah! Congratulations, you made one Super Bowl with Kurt Warner, and fucking you let fucking Rapist Burger take you to fucking town. See you later. Um, who's yeah, left? Bears would have won. Shout out Bears. JB pick. Yeah, speaking of abysmal teams, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. I am betting against them every time I can. Uh, so fucking hurts me. Jaguars money line plus one hundred five right now. I believe. I am absolutely hammering that money line. I think it will be probably a shit game just because the Jags play down to their competition every single time, but so do the Raiders. <laughs> so it's it's just going to be a shit show, I think. But Jacksonville is by far the better team. Um, yeah, that's I, all I got. I don't think the Raiders have played up to their competition once, not no. even in the game that they won. <laughs> like I think that other teams are playing down to them. Like they have legitimately looked like one of the worst teams in football. Yeah, they're fucking terrible. That's not great. The, the, this season might be makes my, no sense. Might be my personal nine eleven. All my all my dreams have not came true. Uh, the if the Raiders were to somehow make the AFC title game, and my fucking you know plus four hundred would cash on DraftKings, I'd I'd just be happy. Uh, at this point, I'm just rooting for their demise. So, uh, fucking not Mike McDaniel's. Josh McDaniel's will come back to fucking New England. That's all I'm rooting for at this point. That's all I got, boys. <laughs> they should have stuck with fucking whoever the fuck their assistant was. Who? What was his name? Who cares? I don't Should've know. Fucking he stuck a, with him. He had a killer fucking goatee. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they didn't stick with him, but he, that... he looked like a fucking member of a goddamn MC. He looked like a real tough son of a bitch, <laughs> like some guy that would fucking bang a girl and fucking sling fucking MGD sixty four. You guys ever had an MGD sixty four? Hell yeah, brother! Uh, not great. Uh, stay tuned for a fucking worst bears list. Shooting the shit time though. That was our picks. We'll have the scorecards, beaches, DFS, uh, barn, and all that good shit coming up tomorrow before. Your great Thursday night game of the Eagles and the Texans. I'm not even going to turn on my fucking TV for that. I'm not even going to turn on my TV for that. Our shooting the shit question this week is, congratulations, Trunks from Dragon Ball Z pops up and gives you a time machine. You have a round trip. Um, Where do you go and why? Mine's real simple. Um, What I would do is I would pocket that, uh, that little ticket for my round trip. And I would wait until after all the games are played this Sunday. I would write down a piece of paper who all won and the best bets out of each game. Then I would go back in time to the Friday before that slate. I would drain my life savings on a 25-leg parlay. <laughs> that, would be, that would be like plus 11 million. And I would slap fucking not on my savings, fucking on a 10K on it. And then I would be a fucking millionaire and I would get my fucking briefcase full of money from the sports book. I would shuck my ass back in the time machine. And I'd come back here filthy fucking rich. Simple. 
Easy we're one. on the same fucking page on this one. So <laughs> mine was I was gonna go back to 2006 uh, when the Cardinals won the World Series, and about ten games left in the regular season. I am draining my bank account, uh, my family's bank accounts, and we're throwing it on the Cardinals doing the World Series when they were what nine games back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with ten to go. And then we're just going to be multi, multi-millionaires. Love it. Mine is completely different than your guys's. <laughs> um, it's still sports related. Um, I would go back to 2011. Um, I would, the second the World Series tickets went on sale, I would buy a ticket to game six and seven. Uh, and... I'd go watch the Cardinals win one of the most exciting World Series I've ever watched. That's so you're going to tell me you're not just going to go like a few days before, put some money on the Cardinals, and then watch that wasn't the game my that wasn't that was genuinely never in my thought process. <laughs> I just wanted to experience that game. Why not both, Kyle? Why not both? Mine, and now my turn's <laughs> over. Because I'm trying not to be a greedy bitch. I just enjoy <laughs> a, a momentous occasion. That's fair. Around a bunch of rednecks, okay? Hell right, brother. Fair enough. Mine don't have shit to do with sports. Uh, I would go back in time to about a week after they started building the fucking pyramids. (laughs) Because one, (laughs) I want to know if they used aliens. Okay. Two, if they didn't, I, I want to know. Did it? They didn't use aliens. That's <laughs> whatever. You like, know what I'm saying? Like Cleopatra didn't call up the aliens and maybe like, she. You don't hey, fucking we, know. Can, you were alive on pyramids. You were not. He alive very well in, could have done that. You were not alive in fucking 2500 BC. You fucking prick. You don't know. <laughs> you fucking so, prick. <laughs> <laughs> Do we know exactly when the pyramids were built, though, CJ? Uh, it was around. Know where to calculate the time machine to go. Uh, it was around, uh, what was it, uh, 2,550 B.C. when they started. Around, though. So, but how do you know that? It doesn't matter, Kyle. Is it because you read it in a book? Like about time machine Shut the fuck up. Is it because you read in a book like you did with Helen Keller? Jesus fucking Christ. You know what? I don't now even that's a, a fucking just, callback. Just skip to the end of the show. I'm fucking Sorry, done. You, you, you fucking ruined. You guys have ruined CJ's bit about pyramids. I'm um, fucking over it. Look what look what you fuckers have done. Now we got to go fucking straight to the outro here. Congratulations. I would use the information that I gained from this bullshit, and then I would make a fuckload of money off of it when I came okay. back. I'm That's right it. Go on. I'm done. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if you walked up one of those fucking Egyptian fucks with like a sweatshirt and like they'd be they'd be mind boggled <laughs> by your fucking hat? They'd be like, <laughs> "What the fuck's that on your head?" Nobody sees it. If you think that's hang fucked up, you I do a little thumb trick where you. you take somebody's thumb. Like, yeah, take a look at this. Got your fucking thumb. <laughs> like you ground by the nose. Oh, got your nose. And they just they, pull they, my yeah. pull my fucking iPhone out and hand it to them. Well, their heads would shoot off their fucking bodies. Like you, you'd instantly be king. He has the magic oh, phone. I think, I think they think he's a witch and try to kill him. That's well, probably which, true. Which is, which, which is did not easy exist back in fucking 2500 BC. I read that in there the book. Go. Yeah, who wrote the book? Some witches that didn't want you to know about where they came from? Witches did also, not. Go, go ahead. I, I just want to know. So, okay, if there was no fucking weird way that they fucking built this, they, they built it fucking, it's exactly true north. 
Everything is exact. It was it was literally aliens. There's no other explanation. It's fucking crazy. So I just want I just want to know. Okay, I just want to know. Sue me for wanting to fucking gain knowledge and then get rich off of it, Kyle. Now that you've got us on aliens, I want to I want to change mine. Um, <laughs> and pretty much pretty Welcome much everybody any, to getting weird with JB and Kyle. Pretty much any of these big alien encounters that anybody has ever had, you can pick whichever one you want to pick. I'm going to go time travel to right before that happened just so I can experience this myself. And I love that. See what the fuck happened. What, what if you get fucking abducted in the anal probe you? Uh, like, like, the, like the South Park. Hey, now I know. Listen, now man. I know. Like it or hate it, the male G-spot's there. Good point. And if right. on getting weird, if, me and, if I'm just off the fucking rails... You know what happened. I went back in time. I got abducted. And they milked you. And, they they, they got, got anal probed. That crazy guy. So whatever yeah, I say yeah. in there, just... just and now JB's a satellite know. orbiting fucking Earth because the alien shoved a fucking Chromecast in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> With that, oh, that was good, that was good shit. Pass. That, 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 the, the Chromecast with fucking Game Pass and fucking goddamn Field Vision and Amazon, a year subscription for Amazon Prime just fucking <laughs> orbiting the Earth. That was good picks on the time machines here. We are desperately out of time. Um, yeah, I don't know. Fucking CJ, hit us with the outro and we'll fuck right off. Uh, yeah, just go check out everything on the socials. Uh, Two Dome Witches RBF. Uh, I think me and Dylan are going to get real tanked and watch some football this weekend. So maybe we squeeze in a uh, just one beer. I don't know. We haven't talked about it, but who knows? When you're drinking with us all day, shit gets a little off the rails. So you never know. Um, I think that's about all we got, right, boys? Yep. Stay fresh, cheese balls. <laughs>